guys, welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. I hope you had a great sweetest day on Saturday and exciting news, we're only 12 days away from Halloween. More romance, more intimacy, more So at the end of today's episode, I'm actually going to talk about one of my favorite brands for lubricant that Lover's Lane carries. Welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. My name is Haley and I am an intimacy expert online, a romance specialist in our stores, and the host of the Lover's Lane Podcast. This episode is all about common myths and even some facts that I hear in our stores because I just want to address things that I hear that aren't true. I hear this type of stuff almost every day and I always say, you know, if you're ever unsure about something in sexual health, chances are that others probably are too and that's just because of lack of sexual education while growing up. So let's just nip it here while we can and move forward. <laughs> and I'm just going to dive into a bunch of like things that I hear and actual like real true facts that I found really interesting all about sex and sexual education. If you do happen to have a question or you're unsure about something and you don't have a partner or a friend that you feel comfortable talking about any of that with, please reach out to me. That's why I'm here. So I'll just start by diving into this and it will be a nice little educational short and sweet episode today. So the first question, a lot of men ask me in the store and I, you know, there's just countless articles about this, but it's worth talking about and it is, is having a bigger penis better? And every article and every person that I hear, you know, answering this question always says no. And I gotta tell you, I agree with them, kind of. <laughs> but no, I don't think that having a bigger penis is necessarily better. However, I do think that it depends on your partner. Preference is just something that comes with having more sex and figuring out what you like. So if somebody is into having a penis on the larger size and that's not you, the answer could be yes or no here. The reason why I generally say no though is because a woman's g-spot is about one to three inches inside its curved up and it's toward the belly button. So while size doesn't necessarily matter, I think that shape is really important because you want something that almost can go up or you can angle yourself more up to in order to give like G-spot stimulation for intercourse. I also don't think that size really matters. I think that girth is the most important because a lot of women during intercourse, they're looking for that feeling full, like a sensation to feel full. And when the girth is larger, that's where you're going to get that feeling of that fullness. So that's why a lot of people will buy like anal plugs because you want to push on more nerve endings. So if you are a little bit smaller, maybe suggest something like that. There's also like different stimulating gels you can do for vaginal use that will actually drop blood flow down in the vaginal walls. So it's going to push more on the penis and feel larger. But I also say no, a bigger penis is not better. If you're working for backdoor play, it is a little bit easier and smoother to start smaller. And there's a lot of nerve endings back there you can definitely stimulate. So that's a question I always hear about the penis. So let's jump to the vagina. In our stores, we have 
dildos that range, I would say, in size, maybe four inches to large, like 12, 13 inches. And people often point those ones out and they'll make comments about vaginas getting loose using something like that or any other toy that seems larger. And I am here to debunk that myth. That's not true. It's not the more sex you have or the size of anything that goes inside of you that makes a vagina loose. It's not having children. It's not anything. Every vagina is different. Every vulva is different. It looks different. They feel different. If you're nervous about you know, the sensation going away, or you think maybe that you are feeling looser to your partner, you can always do your Kegel exercises where you hold your pelvic floor. There's a ton of different like Kegel balls that we have at the store. There's some interactive ones. You can almost play games with your vagina in order to make it nice and tight. (laughs) But even having children does not make you loose. It's the same house. It just has furniture rearranged. But actually, your arousal level makes your vagina feel differently too. And when a vagina is aroused, it feels looser because it's wanting something inside of it. So then I'll jump right to the next myth here. People will say, I don't need a lubricant. And that is the biggest myth I hear of all. Because there are so many different things that go into your life and your mental and your menstrual cycle and just distractions in your head that, yeah, everyone should try a lubricant and you should use one regularly. It's going to make a huge difference in toy play, in intercourse, and in just overall comfort having sex. We see a lot of even like really young women that come to our stores, they're, you know, just freshly 18 and they'll tell us that they want to try a toy for the first time, but they don't need or want a lubricant. And you have to remember that your menstrual cycle is just that. So when you are really aroused, of course, you're making more vaginal lubricant. But sometimes your mind kind of plays tricks on you where you could have a distraction and you are super aroused, but there's just something in the back of your head that's not letting that vaginal lubricant continue to pump the juice. There's also, you know, your menstrual cycle. So when you're ovulating, you feel more wet. But hey, when you're in your period, of course you feel more wet. And the few weeks that are in between there, a vagina really fluctuates in discharge and wetness. So for consistency purposes, when you want to play with toys, I just recommend an awesome lubricant, which I will talk about at the end of the episode. And then the very common myth of just using spit to replace a lubricant is kind of a hard one for me too, because out of safety, I will say no and to use a lubricant, especially if you do have more sensitivity, which a lot of women do downstairs. But there's also spit as a kink. So I don't say that it's wrong. I just think you should have a lubricant on the side as well. Something that is not a lubricant that is often suggested as a lube is coconut oil. People will tell me very often that coconut oil works for sex as a lubricant or with toys. And that is a a no answer for me because coconut oil is very moisturizing on the skin. However, it kills good bacteria and bad bacteria. You notice that coconut oil is in a lot of cleaning products now. I was also reading a few studies that coconut oil doesn't penetrate the pore properly for like skincare. So it kind of sits on the surface. So it almost leaves like this filmy residue. It doesn't dry quite like a lubricant will where it absorbs into the pore and makes your skin softer. It does. It feels kind of gritty and left over. And actually it could potentially be giving you UTIs or yeast infections because it's killing that bacteria that will, you know, kind of kill itself. A vagina is a self-cleaning oven. However, a lot of lubricants have a little bit of coconut oil in them. And I think 
they actually work really well because it does feel really soft and moisturized but I wouldn't use a coconut oil straight out of the tube one because the sensation just isn't right to the bacteria and three it's not safe for toys or for condoms which brings me right to my next myth is people will talk about the her pleasure condoms or condoms built for her extra ribbing for her you know anything like that and are they worth it or ooh, I gotta get these ones because she'll like that but I am here to tell you that no they are not worth it there may be a dollar or two extra and save yourself that change because a vagina is actually relatively insensitive to stimulation if you think about it the clitoris is what holds the power and the penis doesn't enter the clitoris so all these little bumps and ridges on a condom really aren't doing much for stimulation for her and the next one that i have here is talking about a woman's erection does it exist and how can i tell Yes, it exists. The clitoris is an amazing organ, which you've probably learned on our last episode of the Lover's Lane podcast. If you haven't, pause this one and jump over to episode four because it's one of my absolute favorites. It's called Getting Clitorate. So I'll just pause here in case you need to pause and then I'll see you back in a second. Okay, now we can address this question. Do women get erections? Yes, the clitoris has the same kind of like spongy tissue that a penis does actually. The clitoris is equal to a penis, not the vagina. And it actually, when aroused, gets bigger and harder. It also will engorge size for vaginal pumps. It engorges size for toys like the womanizer or anything with an air pulsation. And when you have a clitoral orgasm, that tissue contracts and relaxes and then begins to get hard and large again. Which leads me to my next, which is the question here, do all orgasms feel the same for a woman? And that is no. And they don't feel the same for a man either. A man can have multiple different types of orgasms, such as prostate, or you can, like, men can actually have an orgasm without ejaculation, which I will talk about in later episodes of the podcast, but it's something amazing to kind of explore with. For women, there's clitoral, there's vaginal or G-spot orgasm, there's anal, there's blended orgasm, and they feel different, and that is also talked about in episode four of the podcast where it's kind of like the surface level orgasm versus like a really deep orgasm that can last a lot longer like something like a blended orgasm. Anal orgasms are the most intense for me which leads me to my next is you know something just really silly that I hear all the time and it's just not true but hey if people are wondering about it then I will mention it here for the sake of mentioning. The question is will anal result in bathroom problems? Hmm. No, it will not. (laughs) You have to be adult when you're playing backdoor and know that cleanliness won't do itself. You have to kind of take care of the area. You can use different douching techniques or could have the preference not to. As long as it's consenting adults, then there should be no difficulties. And I have a few more. So I have, is this weird? Whether that be anal, a kink, a type of bondage, a type of something to wear, cross-dressing, douching, toys, lubes, anything. No, nothing is weird. As long as you have adult bodies involved, two, three, four, one, it doesn't matter. It's not weird. I do recommend talking about what's going to happen in a scene or during a playtime ahead of time and making sure that everyone's on the same page and everyone is consenting to what's going to happen. And as long as that does, then no, nothing that you do or say or play with is weird at all. If you don't want to talk about it to your best friend, that's okay, but it doesn't make you weird. And I have customers 
all the time that ask me about threesomes or polyamory or open relationships and what does that mean or they're usually with their partner and their partner gets jealous right beside them and I would like to debunk there that it's not cheating as long as you're open and honest with the person that you're romantically involved with. The, the Actually, the number one fantasy in all of kink and bondage is having more than one partner or having group sex. So it's not cheating as long as everyone knows. It's not weird or strange or anything like that. It's actually very common. And if it's something that you're interested in, I recommend having a conversation with your partner. I'll talk more about ethical non-monogamy and polyamory and open relationships later in different episodes too. You can always experience your fantasies. Do not feel like you cannot. The second after group sex for kinks is actually bondage, which we will talk about next week. I'm going to do a kink and bondage kind of 101. It's the basics on Monday's podcast. And the third kink after that is novelty items, using novelty items. So like toys or something like that during intercourse. And the fourth is fetishes. So something maybe like wax play or feet or age play or pet play or something like that. That all falls under kink, which we will talk about next week as well. So let's talk about some of these facts. The first one I have here is one in six women have never had an orgasm and that is true. I want everyone listening to this to know that if you are a woman that has not had an orgasm before, it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter how sexually active you are. If you have not had an orgasm, you are not broken. Orgasm is not a requirement to enjoy your sexuality. If it's something that you're working towards, then keep listening because there are different products, there's different types of stimulation. Maybe you haven't found your kink yet, but know that it's okay to not have had an orgasm before and that doesn't make you less of a person or less of a woman. The next fact here is vibrators. This is my favorite one. Vibrators were intended to be a medical device and that is true. In like the 1800s, it was only women that got diagnosed with hysteria. So there was a steam-powered massager made to induce hysterical paroxysm, which just means an orgasm. But it is so crazy to me that that was the intent of a vibrator and how it was made. But I guess it doesn't surprise me because look at how far we've come today. I have a few more. I'll go back to a few myths and just one more fact here. The fact of the day, I think, is the secret to great sex is lubricant. And that is so true. Um, I have a suggestion here that I didn't talk about earlier, but it's worth mentioning, is to, you know, take a couple drops of lubricant and put it inside of a condom before sex. Like, you will never dislike condoms again if you just use some lubricant with them because it makes everything so much more comfortable, especially for women when you play with toys. Toys are different than intercourse. It doesn't feel the same. There's more friction. So, use some lube when you're by yourself. Use some lube when you're with your partner. Thank me later. Okay, two more myths. I just have two more. The first is that the penis and the vagina are the only spots to stimulate, and that is not true. The penis and the vagina only count for 10% of erogenous zones in the entire body. So, having awesome foreplay and licking 
licking or biting or stimulating nipples or the neck or the inner thighs or just all over the body. You can use your fingers and toys, massagers, ticklers, whatever is your preference to stimulate all over the body. It helps with maybe like a blindfold so you have that element of surprise and bondage. But number one, don't forget your communication. Sex does not end when there is an orgasm. Remember that because there could be no orgasm and still have an awesome sexual experience or there could be multiple, multiple, multiple orgasms and you're not done yet. In my final kind of up in the air statement that I have to wrap up this episode is sex should never hurt. And I have a yes and no answer to this. No, generally sex should not hurt. However, 80% of women do experience pain during sex. We have a lot of other body parts and organs connected to our sexual organs. So it does get a little bit more complicated for us. You could have a tilted cervix or it could be something to do with your cycle or menopause where you do experience pain during sex. So there could be something wrong and talk to your doctor. But in general, no, it shouldn't hurt unless you want it to. There's a loophole there. (laughs) Pain can be pleasurable. And I wanted to end on that little note to prepare you guys for Monday's episode next week on the Lover's Lane podcast. We're going to talk all about kink and BDSM and it's going to get a little interesting. So come next week listening with an open mind, especially now that you debunked all of these myths for sexual activity. If there's something else you guys are curious about or your friend told you and you're not sure if that's true, tell me. I want to know what it is and I'll answer your question and I can keep you private if you would prefer that. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is the same. It's at llpodcast underscore. You could send me an email directly if you're more comfortable with that. My email is Haley. It's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. And the Lovers Lane podcast did make it to Facebook. So we do have a Facebook page if you want to look up the Lover's Lane podcast and give us a like or even give us a review. It's October. It's my favorite month of the year. It's only 12 days away from Halloween and I hope that this episode helped someone because at Lover's Lane, I know the more that you know, the better it gets. Thank you for listening to the Lover's Lane podcast and I will get kinky with you next week. Okay, welcome back guys. I told you that I would be here to talk about a lubricant that I love personally, but I sell a ton of it. This one is definitely one of the lubricants that people have tried and they come back and they want to try everything else that the line has to offer or they stick with that one that they know works for them because they've had difficulty finding a good lubricant in the past. And that brand is the Sliquid Organics line. I love everything in that entire line, which is awesome because they have a lot of stuff in there. My absolute favorite one is the Silk and that's their hybrid lubricant but they also make the natural and the natural gel and then they make the satin, the oceanics, and the sensation. The only thing that I will say is their packaging is incredibly similar to one another. It's just the color of the label that's a little different so I'll explain them just so you know what you're looking for. So the Silk, the first one that I was talking about is a hybrid lubricant and unlike a lot of other hybrid lubricants where they're not safe on toys because there's just too much 
much silicone in them. This one is only 9% of pharmaceutical grade silicone. So it is safe on silicone toys. Just be sure to use your toy cleaner afterwards so no silicone is left on the toy where it could cause cracking or pitting. But this hybrid is awesome. It's a little different if you've only had water-based lubes in the past or if you've only had silicone lubes but now you want to try toys. The hybrid actually doesn't absorb into your body like a water-based does. It's very soft and I think it lasts a whole lot more than a water-based lubricant. You don't have to keep reapplying it as often as you would other lubes. That one is, they're all in this like dark brown bottle, which I really appreciate. I always tell customers that real organic material is usually found in a dark bottle and Slickwoods is, but the hybrid is going to have like a light green label to it and that is the silk. It's called silk and it feels like it's awesome. The next one is their naturals and it's the same bottle. The label is a blue and that is their very standard water-based lubricant. It's really awesome. It's super soft. Unlike a lot of other water-based lubes, I don't feel like you have to keep reapplying this one very often. I will say that their natural gel is quite a bit thicker. It has more aloe than their natural, so I would recommend that one in particular for more like anal toys or if you want just a lot more cushion throughout the day, if you're going to be using it, go with the natural gel, which is a, a purple label instead of the blue. The other one by them is the satin, and it's a navy blue bottle, navy blue label with like a silver logo to it. And this one is designed for daily use. It is very similar in feeling to me of the natural. It's maybe a little bit thinner, but you don't have to keep reapplying it. It's designed to use every day if you just have vaginal dryness and you want something to keep Keep you comfortable throughout the day this is definitely the one i would go with it has added vitamin e to it so it penetrates the pore keeps your skin feeling really soft and it's a great lubricant to use during intercourse or for toys as well but it's designed for daily play and then the next is the oceanics and i love this one as well this is probably the cleanest feeling lubricant i've ever used it has carrageenan added to it as well as b vitamins zinc iodine iron and copper so this is very pH balancing for a woman. It's really, really soft. Like I said, it's probably the cleanest I've ever used. It does not feel like you have to wipe it out afterward. It is the most natural to my body, I would say. And then the final one, which is really fun, I tend to be a little bit more shy of stimulating lubricants. I like buying stimulant separate from my lubricant so that I can kind of build my perfect blend of what sensation I'm trying to get. So I was a little nervous to use this one because I've only had one other in the past that I think it scared me away from it. But it's the sensation and it's like a orangish label, brown bottle, and it has menthol in it. So it's not really like tingling like a lot of stimulating lubes are and I was nervous because it it's marketed as like a warming lubricant to me it kind of did the opposite so I thought that it would because of the menthol like I could see that some bodies are gonna feel a warm and some bodies are gonna feel a cold for me it was definitely more of like a cooling sensation which I actually really enjoyed this is a really fun lubricant to use with toys or if you're having intercourse and you just want like a different sensation then put the sensation lubricant on and it will definitely change things up but anything by Sliquid I adore anything especially by this liquid organics line I think is phenomenal but they do make some that are non-organic as well but regardless all of their products are vegan and cruelty free and they're one of my favorites and I know that they're one of our top selling brands that we have so if you have questions about liquid or any other lubricant please reach out to me 
Together, stay together.